Yes, sir, we promised you a great man. Andre! The shot is for Mania! Mania is running last! Welcome to the shoot, Arrow Baby. Today is the beginning of the shoot era of GP. The only way to have fun is to take the gloves off. Screw it. If I offend them, oh well. What I am going to do is call it down the line every single week. I know, I know. I love wrestling. Uh, please. So damn it, I am not giving up the podcast. Oh. Hell no, I'm doubling down and going the other way. Oh my goodness. F*** it, bring it on. Welcome to the shoot, Arrow Baby. Did you ever think you would see the day in 2019 when there were three podcast that appeared on your feed in one week and tonight i'm just doing a little tiny mini podcast an itsy bitsy teeny weeny podcast um by myself um Ew, you're a pug. thank you um i just watched the democratic royal rumble i'm emmy debate which my brother suggested earlier if you're gonna have 10 candidates they should do royal rumble style Start out with two candidates every two minutes. Another candidate enters the ring. It would be phenomenal. We could book that for a year. But I, I wanted to jump on and do a quick pod about the news that came out today that Eric Bischoff is back at WWE and Paul Heyman will no longer just be the advocate for Brock Lesnar on TV, but he will be also in a prominent, I mean prominent, backstage role. I, I, I cannot under overstate how prominent this is. Um, Paul Heyman will be the executive director, it's being called, of Monday Night Raw. Eric Bischoff, the executive director for SmackDown. This really is huge news um, and speaks to the fact that that there is as much turmoil behind the scenes at WWE as we have talked about and speculated on for a long time. Um, we were arguing about this in the Jew World Order chat room about how, you know, what this really says about the state of things currently. And, and was this a total shotgun decision by Vince McMahon? Um, in response to sort of all the criticism that has been coming towards WWE, is there increased pressure um, with Fox and uh, the SmackDown move coming up in October? So it's, again, I, I told you guys I'm reading the death of WCW right now. So I'm really spending as much time, and I've read a, I've read a lot about WCW uh, and Eric Bischoff and heard enough stories. If you listen to a ton of interviews and podcasts over the years to really gain a lot of knowledge about that. But I'm really deep in it right now because I'm reading the book about the things that made Bischoff great and the things that were not as great. And the question to me is not 
what are these guys capable of? Though that is a question, certainly worth asking. But what are they actually capable of doing when Vince McMahon is still, in fact, the final decision on everything related to WWE TV? So you now, if you want to really break down what the structure looks like from a creative standpoint, you have Vince McMahon as the be-all, end-all final decision. Um, you have Triple H in whatever role he will play. Um, we, we obviously know his role at, is be-all, end-all at NXT, but we also know that he still has, you know, he's in a major position within all WWE as well. Then, of course, you have Kevin Dunn, who oversees all television for WWE. And now you have an executive director of each show who will report directly to Vince McMahon. So the question is, what will Vince McMahon allow these guys to do? How much will these shows be shaped in the image and ideas of Paul Heyman and Eric Bischoff, respectively? And I don't think any of us know the answer to that. I think we will only know those answers when time passes and we see whether or not there are changes to these shows. Um, and you would think the first order of business might be to really start establishing what shows look like and sticking with them and not changing things day of, which has been something that has plagued WWE creative forever, but particularly over the last couple of years where you hear constantly about shows changing just before they go on the air. Um, and that is something that definitely happens. So the question is when you now have guys directing the shows really who are, you know, able to be the hands on guys for each show, will that start to change? Because here's the amazing thing. I was having, again, this conversation with my buddy Brian Mann the other day while watching Stomping Grounds. Vince McMahon is handling so much right now and always that the idea that he could fully handle creative for Raw and SmackDown every week in addition to running the business side of WWE, at least in a for the most part. I mean, certainly Michelle Wilson's really important. Um, and, and there are several other people who are of you know, high importance when it comes to business decisions, but still, it, the buck stops with him. He's starting the XFL. There is so much to do. There's a new company launching to compete with them on television. Um, numbers are down. If he, if you're simply Vince McMahon and dealing with the fact, and, and SmackDown was up from last week, and it was number one, 18 to 49, um, and it was up a few hundred thousand viewers from last week, though still down from last year. If he was just dealing with the fact that there's a viewership crisis, that's a lot to handle. If he was just trying to launch the XFL, that's a lot to handle. If he was just dealing with creative, that's a lot to handle. Dealing with all of them is a borderline impossible task. And maybe not borderline, just impossible. And the result is what we're getting. Now, That again, that all would have been borderline impossible when he was 50, 55, 60. You know, you're not talking about a guy who's into his 70s. And... 
One of the things that I think is really problematic for Vince McMahon as he gets older, and I'm sure he would not agree with this or want to hear it at all, is the man works like a maniac. And frankly, um, sleep and rest are so important for one using their brain in any sort of um, proper, um, complete capacity. And I, I say that as someone who, you know, probably works too much and I know what, what I'm like on the air trying to get my thoughts together when I'm not getting sleep. And frankly, I'm, it's just not good. You know, you're just not able to be that good at thinking when you're not resting. I know this sounds so basic and infantile, but I think it's something we don't talk about enough because we all know that Vince McMahon's a machine. He doesn't sleep. He sleeps, you know, a few hours a night. He's wor- he's in the gym. He's working constantly. He's on the road constantly. Not to mention, think about how tired you are after like one business trip, one annoying day of travel. Think about how tired you are. Then think about doing that multiple times a week, every week, always. And then when you're quote unquote back home, you're still at your office till all hours of the night. And then think about the fact that you're not only responsible for this creative stuff, which your brain simply needs rest to be able to be creative. But think about the fact that you're also responsible for the the business side. It's a, it's an insane task for someone in their, in their seventies, um, to handle. So I really hope that Vince McMahon is capable of delegating no matter what you may think of Eric Bischoff um, or Paul Heyman, or if you think this is simply the WWE, you know, drudging up old people who have already done this to do it again. Listen, I'm not necessarily against that. Okay. That was one of the themes of the democratic debate tonight was um, Stalwell constantly just saying, we need a new generation to lead. Well, there's not all, and I'm not saying that's the case in this election, but I'm just saying this in general. Being younger is not the answer to being better. Being younger does not equate to being better. I'm sorry, it doesn't. And simply because you believe someone else should have the torch doesn't mean that you're ready to carry the torch. So Haman and Bischoff are probably two of the more equipped people to take that torch and potentially lead. That being said, how long has it been since Eric Bischoff was in a true creative and boss role in the wrestling business? Not on screen, but truly a boss in wrestling. And, you know, someone, I think Shoemaker made the joke in the chat today, like, you know, is Jim Hurd coming back to run 205 Live? You know, is Jim Barnett coming back? You know, it's, and we've seen this over and over again in the history of wrestling. I, I really encourage you to go read this book. Um, they talk about that. These same names come up over and over again. Then Dusty booked again. Then Jim Hurd came back. Then Dusty left. Then this, it's always, people always get recycled. But in this case, you have a couple of guys who are particularly Bischoff, but two guys who are very removed from running creative. Um, and in addition to Bischoff running creative, he also didn't really answer to anyone when he ran things at WCW, 
it was basically his operation to run. And Turner basically let him run the show. And he did a brilliant job of it for a few years. And then things did not work out. And in this case, he's not the boss boss. He's the boss of a show. But Vince McMahon is still the boss boss. So it is a different sort of circumstance. Um, but it is nonetheless fascinating to think about. Paul Heyman, of course, was um, had big creative roles at SmackDown within WWE and ECW uh, within WWE. So he has done it more recently. Um, and he certainly has a wealth of knowledge and gets a ton of respect from talent. Um, so I'm very curious to know what, what kind of mindset they're both in to do that, how much they'll be able to do. And then will these shows take on a different distinct feeling because of the men who are running each show? Um, and it's interesting that, you know, he decided to go with Bischoff who will reportedly also be dealing directly with Fox himself. And he trusted that to Bischoff to handle the TV executives. And does that relate directly back to the fact that Bischoff was the one who ran WCW and was dealing with Turner executives? Uh, My guess would be yes. Um, So it is going to be an interesting several weeks. The word is Bischoff signed a couple of weeks ago. Um, We don't know if this all comes directly on the heels of those Moxley interviews where he talked so much about the disaster that was WWE creative and how messed up the system is. But it is certainly a fascinating twist in what is becoming an exciting time in the wrestling business. And man, it's interesting that I was, you know, just a few weeks ago, my my passion was waning. And then, of course, you know. Welcome to the shoot, Arrow Baby. Because now it's just on, you know? It's it's now all of a sudden crazy town. I see. Uh-huh. It's true, Morris. Um and here we are. Now it's now now you not only have AEW coming to TV in the fall, the SmackDown jump to Fox in the fall, Bischoff and Heyman back in the fold. It is truly a fascinating time. Numbers waning on both shows. Um Man, it is just going to be a fascinating six to 12 months for the wrestling business. So I just wanted to jump on and sort of set the stage. I haven't even really had time to digest all of this. I've been under the weather this week, too. Um, but I did feel it was worth throwing up a pod to just discuss this, put the ideas out there. Rosenbergbeats at gmail.com for any of your thoughts. Greg and I will obviously be all over this uh, next week, and we will report more information as we get it. But... I just wanted to at least give you guys a little bonus for the weekend so you can start getting your head around the idea that Eric Bischoff and Paul Heyman will be running SmackDown and Raw respectively and what that could possibly mean. So have a good weekend. Stay mage. Enjoy yourself. Take it easy, man. And um, we will be back next week with Lord knows how many episodes of Cheap Heat. All right. Take it easy, man. Welcome to the shoot, Arrow Baby. Ew, you're a it's professional wrestling. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the main event of the evening. At this time, I would like to introduce in the corner to my left the Majesty. Sweet, sweet Peter Rosenberg. And then I went to makeup and like sat in front of the mirror a little bit and got myself together. Also, ladies and gentlemen, 
At this time, I would like to introduce... Shout out to that guy, Greg. Bret Hart is the greatest professional wrestler in the history of the art form. Midge. Welcome to the shoot, Arrow Baby.